Hello and welcome to Films of the Week with your host James on Affinity Cast. Today's episode is going to be a Ryan Reynolds themed episode uh, because I've managed to watch two of his films over the last week. The first of which is called The Change Up, which is a 2011 release, also starring Jason Bateman uh, in the lead other lead role. And the second film is called Just Friends, which is a 2005 release film uh, starring Ryan Reynolds as well as Anna Faris and also Amy Smart in the lead roles within this film. Both these films aren't the best films production-wise, and they aren't the best um, films overall, but I really love the story and also the comedic elements within all of these, both these films. And it's a staple for most Ryan Reynolds films for him to be playing a funny uh, action hero or funny character, and I think both of these characters are very much playing up to his strengths, uh, which is the comedic lead within a, an action or a romantic setting, which is obviously the setting for both of these films. I really highly recommend both of these films because of their comedic values and they genuinely make me laugh despite the silly tones and the silly premises that they're based off of and I would, as I said, recommend you taking the time to watch both of these films over this week. So let's start with Just Friends. Just Friends is a 2005 release film starring Ryan Reynolds as a love-struck music producer on a mission to try and sign Anna Ferris's character for the music label that he's a part of. He unfortunately gets stuck in New Jersey, which is where he grew up. That his ex-best friend, who he had a massive crush on at school, is still living in the same town. And it's kind of a romantic story, trying to find whether Ryan Reynolds loves this girl or not, or whether he loves his job more than he loves this girl. And the comedic elements come from him trying to impress Amy Smart's character, who is his old friend, best friend, and now that Ryan Reynolds has lost all of his weight uh, in the character, he was obviously fat before he left uh, to go and produce music. He comes back and he's Ryan Reynolds, as we all know and love him, uh, an attractive guy, as well as being hunky and being able to hang around with the rich and the famous like he always wanted to do. And he's going back and he finds out that Amy Smart's character is a bartender and a teaching assistant at a local school and not what she really wanted to be when she grew up. And I really like the dynamic between Ryan Reynolds and Amy Smart's character throughout the entirety of this narrative. And I think that Anna Ferris comes in with some comedic elements, but I ultimately don't really like her character too much. She's a bit too aggressive and a bit too unrealistic for for my standpoint. But I love the comedic elements between Ryan Ryan Reynolds and Amy Smart's characters. So diving into the narrative, it opens up with uh, Ryan Reynolds starting to sing a song and you start to get a slow pan out of uh, Ryan Reynolds as he's, he's dancing and singing basically his love song to a picture of this best friend he has. He says, today's going to be uh, the day that I tell you how I feel. He start, he writes a lovely message in the yearbook that he wants to give to his this love interest who is ultimately his best friend within the narrative of this film. And he's going to give this book to Jamie, who's the lead uh, female within this film, uh, at the party that she's thrown for the end of the year graduation. And Chris, played by Ryan Reynolds, uh, goes to the party. He's not popular, and Jamie's character's the most popular girl at the school. But they've been best friends since they were small, and Jamie's always thought of uh, Chris as a big brother to her, and Chris wants to get out of the friend zone. And the whole narrative uh, for the opening sequence progresses from that point onwards. He sees that Jamie is... uh, Uh, starting to get flirty with the football team and everyone's trying to break uh, this romantic moment that Chris wants to create. Uh, So he takes her up to her room and they're talking and joking about stuff and he's given her um, his yearbook and just as he's about to, she's about to read it, uh, in comes 
Tim, the jock of the year, and he wants he gives her the notebook, uh, his notebook as well to sign, and ultimately ends up those those two switching uh, books, and uh, Chris's book gets give, given to Tim, and Tim ends up reading out his this love letter to Jamie uh, from Ryan Reynolds' character, and it starts to build up a re- relationship between uh, Jamie and Chris, and as Chris finally tells her how he's feeling, but he's too embarrassed and too sh- ashamed to accept that she feels the same way or she accepts uh, him for being fat and obviously not attractive at the start of this film. So it ends up here with Ryan Reynolds' character cycling away and then smash cuts to the present day, which is about 10 years into the future. Ryan Reynolds is now a successful music producer. He's lost all of his weight and he's into this quote-unquote sexy Ryan Reynolds look with muscles and uh, that smile and all those sorts of elements that attract girls to him. And he's trying to... Uh, get this client to come and work for him and he ends up signing him just by giving her a smile and saying that he will be her manager or agent if she wanted him to and ultimately she said yes. So then he follows that by going to his uh, director or his boss's room and he asks him to try and sign Anna Ferris's character because she's the new hottest artist coming out and she's won Golden Globe, uh, Grammys and all those sorts of awards and he wants her to sign her a new album to the record label that he's a part of. So he's oh god I have history with her, I don't really want to do it, she's crazy, She uh, last time I saw her she stabbed me. That, that sort of thing. He says, your job's on the line, so if you don't get her, you're fired, that sort of element. So the story progresses, and he ends up talking to Anna Ferris's character, and she said she'll sign with him if he goes and spends Christmas with her in Paris. As they start to go on their private jet, it ends up having to be grounded, and of all places, it's grounded in New Jersey, and he's there, stuck there for a few days as the plane's being repaired so that they can fly out for Christmas in Paris. And the story progresses from that point onwards. Uh, he ends up going home to see his, see his family and they haven't seen him in God knows how long. And he has a certain black hole effect with New Jersey and the town that he grew up in because it has so many bad memories and so many bad things within the narrative of his life. And it's, to a certain extent it haunts him. It haunts him with all the people that he used to know, the people he used to grow up with, his best friends, these bullies and all the other elements that played a life in his early life from his family to his brother. To Jamie's character who he ultimately had a massive crush on and he had pictures all over her wall and he used to just love her uh, unconditionally even though she was attractive he loved her for who she was and he ends up going to a bar and who was there bartending and serving behind the bar obviously Jamie and he ends up striking up a thing with Jamie and Jamie's shocked to see that uh, Chris's character or Chris has changed so much uh, from when she last saw him. He completely cut ties with her over a decade ago so she she's still friendly with him but there's a lot of relationship stuff that is different to what he's used to. Uh, he, their relationship as friends just kind of ended after that night that he confessed his love for her and he ran away. He ran away to Hollywood and to become a producer of music and be cool and be able to be that a different person to the person that she knew. And as we all know, it's a romantic story where the guy finds girl and then guy finds girl finds guy likes him, that sort of thing. And the story is a little standard, a little easy to follow from that point onwards. But it's a really nice story and there's a lot of comedic elements that have been brought by Ryan Reynolds and um, obviously Amy Smart's character 
uh, and I just love the dynamic that both of them have. I love the way that they bounce off each other. I like the relationship and the kind of backward stepping that the story does to make Ryan Reynolds from this A-list uh, producer who everyone loves and he's going to parties all the time, meeting up with hot girls and sleeping with them and being in that the limelight basically and being able to step back and go, this is a normal life and being normal and being personable and being able to be open and honest with people is something that he's starting to learn or relearn and it was something that he had when he was younger and kind of grew out of because he wanted to get out of the friend zone he wanted to be the attractive guy who slept with girls who was popular who had the life that everyone was jealous of and comparing his life from now to what it was in the past he's obviously able to see that he has made he has done what he wants to do but he's caught he's forgotten the core fundamentals that brought him up uh, from his family to relationships to the way he was to the gentleman basically that he was and the way that he loved people for who they were rather than from the way that they looked and was also personable and able to be uh, liked because he was so nice so kind and that's something that he doesn't really grasp throughout the narrative of this film is the fact that he is um, the perfect guy body and mind if he just reverts back to his old self but he's not willing to do that because his old self is seen as dweeb, nerd, all those sort of stereotypically unattractive and unpopular traits that most people tend to have when you get get into school and I'm guilty of one of those, I'm one of those people who was one of the geeks and wanted to change themselves after secondary school because I was bullied and all those sorts of elements but I like the way that this presents a challenge to a certain ideology like the one I had which is that the person who I was at school was not liked and was not appreciated even though I was a nice and respected people and looked after people and always wanted to be that person, a gentleman basically the people didn't appreciate and I really think that this film translates the way that I was feeling growing up and obviously going through school and going into more of an adulthood uh, after university going into this person who is very much different to the person people knew back at school but this film does comment on the change and the fact that change isn't always good and you could be an absolutely perfect person perfect human being before you change and decide to be better or what you would think would be better and more accepted by society and I like that I like the fact that this film does translate the way I was feeling uh, before school uh, and after school and heading to university and translates it into more of a look back on your life and appreciate the people that you have left behind and say that you can rebuild bridges at any point and you're able to see friends and be able to rebuild and rebond with these people even though that they might not have liked you in the past you can still build relationships and you can still make sure that you are friends with these people in the future and that's that's a nice um, kind of over-the-line topic and narrative within this film and I, I like that I like the way that it's presented to an audience in a very easy and simple way through comedy and through sketch work and obviously through the relationship between Chris and Jamie's character and I like that I like the way that they both bond over the friendship that they once had and they want to take it to the next step which is obviously more of a relationship and I think that you do need to take their relationship with a pinch of salt because obviously Jamie was in love with uh, Chris's character at the end of the film but he she never liked him when he was fat and I think that there is a slight comment on the fact that she li now likes him because he's attractive and has the personality and she never would have got with him 
if Chris had remained fat and remained chubby or whatever, because I think that she was still looking for an attractive guy with the personality, and and Chris Reynolds' character now is attractive, and he wasn't attractive in the past. So that's the only gripe I have with the film is the fact that Chris Chris had to change his appearance uh, to be able to get the, the girl get the girl of his dreams. But it is still a nice, heartwarming and enjoyable film and I really like the elements that Chris and obviously Ryan Reynolds and Jamie's character work together and obviously have comedic elements between the two of them. This film is very 2000s in the way it's presented to an audience, even from the cover of the film through to the dress sense to the camera work and that sort of stuff is very very noughties but I think it's a film that can still be appreciated and watched today I mean looking at the ratings it's got 6.2 on IMDb 42% of Rotten Tomato so it's a kind of an average film from a critical and a commercial standpoint but I think that the narrative and the fact that it's set at Christmas really brings home the feel-good factor to the film and I think that if you really want to watch a film that'll make you feel happy and make you feel enjoyment uh, whilst watching it this is definitely a film for you and as other comments on, the elements within the film are a little stale when it comes to the relationship between uh, Chris and Jamie in the past. And obviously Chris being a fat character and then he has to transform himself from a fat character into skinny Ryan Reynolds uh, for him to be able to get Jamie. I don't like that element, but if you want a film that will make you laugh and genuinely make you laugh and go, oh my God, what's happening here? Then this film is definitely for you. And I think that the casting for the film is amazing. As I've as I've commented on, I don't really like Anna Ferris when this film she's a bit crazy. But if you like crazy characters, then she's right up the alley for you. But as I said, I like Chris, I like Jamie, and I also like Dusty, who's played by um, Chris Klein, who does an amazing job of being the antagonist to Chris in this film. Both of them have had a glow up in the narrative of this film, and both of them are trying to fight to get Jamie's heart. And I like the elements that the two of them bring, and the comedic elements that happen between the two of them. And I really appreciate the acting and the amount of work that Chris has done, as well as Amy, as well as um, Ryan Reynolds, to bring the characters to life. In doing some reading into this film, uh, most of the film was shot in Canada uh, to represent New Jersey. And from looking into it, most of the filming days were at minus 5 to 20 degrees, which is incredible considering that the, the shots and the way that the film was shown is actually really good. It's obviously supposed to be a Christmassy vibe and Christmassy feel to the film because it's uh, finding romance at the lovely time of the year that is Christmas. And I think that by them shooting in Canada, shooting in the kind of frozen snow lands, it really brings that Christmassy element to the film. And it's not going to be a film that you will watch every single year at Christmas, like Elf or Home Alone or something like that. But it's definitely a, a different Christmas film if you wanted to watch it because it's still Christmassy undertones. There's Christmas lights, there's um, all those love stories that tend to revolve around Christmas and the fact that it's a heartwarming and makes you feel good film and I, I like that and I like the the use of simple trickery in the location that they shot at uh, in Canada to add a Christmassy element to it because if you would have set this film in America um, or filmed this in America should I say you have green grass and sunshine and this sort of thing it wouldn't have the same feel good factor to the film so having it been set at Christmas and also been set or filmed in Canada really brings home that Christmassy atmosphere. Anyway, that's about all the time I have for Just Friends today. 
After this little break, I'm going to be talking to you about Change Up, which is another Ryan Reynolds film, which came out in 2011, which also stars Jason Bateman. And I think that this is a huge step up from Just Friends in the acting quality and also the narrative of this film. Looking into the reviews and all the other elements of this film, it hasn't been as loved as this uh, Just Friends, but I genuinely think that this film is really funny and really good at what it does, which is create a narrative that includes Ryan Reynolds' stereotypical role and being played by a character who is stereotypically not played by Ryan Reynolds. And the acting prowess and the acting difference between the two characters is really solid and I like the way that he plays both of these characters. Anyway, after a little break, I'm going to be covering Change Up. Hello and welcome back to Films of the Week. Uh, I'd like to now talk to you about The Change Up or Change Up. Uh, depending on where you are, the film has two different names. In America it was released as The Change Up and in UK it was released as Change Up. Obviously it's not too much difference in the name but I just wanted to make that clear. So the film stars Ryan Reynolds as Mitch, uh, Olivia Wilde uh, as well as Jason Bateman and Louise Mann uh, in the main roles within this film uh, and the two couples, let's just say that. And I think that the casting for this film is is really good. Having three lead comedic actors in uh, Louise Mann, uh, Jason Bateman and also Ryan Reynolds within the film, it really helps to bring a narrative that is very funny and also very natural and very realistic with Jason Bateman and Louise Mann playing a couple who are very much in love but are going through the normal couple struggles of no chemistry in the bedroom as well as having a very mundane and very repetitive life. Jason Bateman goes to work, he works hard, he earns the money, he comes home late and his wife's got food on the table for him and he's going back to work the next day. He'd have two babies and two screaming kids and they have to take turns to look after and make sure the babies are changed, fed and all those sorts of elements. And it's a very staple and very mundane existence for the both of the characters. And in contrast you have their best friend or Jason Bateman's best friend in Mitch played by Ryan Reynolds who's basically not grown up he's still hanging out loads going drinking smoking weed uh, partying with girls sleeping with girls and not really having a nine-to-five job at all he works as a um male actor in films, I'm not going to comment too much on that, uh, and he just ultimately just has an existence where he just wants to have fun all the time and not take himself too seriously. And the stark contrast between the two of them is really nice and I really like the way that Ryan Reynolds played the stereotypical version of himself in films, which is the, basically the quote-unquote um, F-boy, uh, which is obviously a man who just sleeps around and obviously doesn't take himself too seriously. And in contrast you have Jason Bateman's character, who is supposed to be the same age as Ryan Reynolds, who has a family, two kids, a wife, a house, a mortgage and a staple job. And the film premise comes off of that because the both of them, when drunk after a night out, pee into this fountain and they end up switching lives uh, and Jason Bateman's personality gets put into Ryan Reynolds and Ryan Reynolds' personality gets put into Jason Bateman. Obviously you can't have the actors playing themselves in the different bodies by voicing over. So the, the both Jason Bateman and Ryan Reynolds have to play basically two characters within this film. So Ryan Reynolds has to play for the vast majority of the film basically a father figure so he ends up um, trying to get Ryan Reynolds a job from 9 to 5 as well as um, being able to try and help Ryan Reynolds who's in his body to get the sale that he's been working hard for and Ryan Reynolds personality gets put into Bateman so Bateman has to be the outgoing super friendly super flirty uh, character 
who's trying to get an understanding of the real world that he's living in rather than the fantasy and kind of relaxed life that he has. And I like the dynamic that both of them brings. Ryan Reynolds playing the more down-to-earth, realistic character who, who needs to learn how to let loose and have fun. And obviously Jason Bateman, who's supposed to be a serious character, but is starting to take life uh, under his wing and start to understand what life is all about and the fact that family is great and he's having to look after himself and be able to look after his family, get a job and ultimately settle down which is something that he as a character would never have thought of doing and I like the dynamic between the two characters uh, Jason Bateman's character is obviously a hard working character who just doesn't appreciate his family for what they are which is a loving wife two wonderful kids and obviously um, a life that everyone would be jealous of he earns lots of money and he has a perfect lifestyle so the film also has a certain quality that makes it quite similar to just friends uh, in the way that it's presented to an audience to make them feel good and make them feel that their lives are great and obviously make them reflect on their personal lives and the relationships and obviously the life that they are having uh, by having two characters who are stark contrast who both learning from each other uh, by inhabiting the other person's body both of them are growing as people and they both need to learn that the life is about having a, a work-life balance you need to have fun some of the times and also be serious some of the times and earn money have a job and obviously work hard to get the lifestyle that you want and i like the fact that they comment on that and obviously make the audience aware that you need to have a life between uh, working and obviously having social life with your loved one or going out and meeting people meeting up with friends and having a laugh and having a great time and I like that I like the way that it's presented to an audience in a very tame and very relaxed atmosphere with comedic elements uh, involving Ryan Reynolds uh, going to certain adult shoots and obviously Jason Bateman going play, to play golf going to meet up with uh, clients and obviously work friends to help him get the social upper class and get him certain level of and understand what life is actually like and how a normal person normally lives and I like that, I like the way that this is presented to an audience as I said at the start, I just wanted to comment on the casting because the casting for this film is, is faultless. I really love the way that Jason Bateman and Ryan Reynolds bounce off each other within and out of this film. You can tell that they're friends on and off the screen with the relationship that they have. But from a narrative standpoint, both of them are very different. Um, both of them are growing up in different worlds and obviously... Ryan Reynolds' character has a lot of money because of his dad being a very rich uh, entrepreneur and working hard to be able to finance Ryan Reynolds' life and he gets an appreciation for the amount of work and the amount of effort that his dad puts into it and trying to build a relationship back with his dad after all these years because he's seen not seen as um, the son that he wants and he doesn't work hard enough to be able to gain the respect from his dad. This film is an R-rated film, so if you are a person who doesn't appreciate uh, 18 plus films, then this film isn't really for you. It has a lot of um, sex jokes, a lot of F-bombs, a lot of sexual content on screen. Obviously it's PG-13 sex, sexual stuff, but they're talking about um, having sex as well as um, him being an adult film star, as well as him uh, and Olivia Wilde having a certain scene towards the end of the film. Uh, as I said, there's also weed, there's also um, public urination and other 
subjects are a little touchy for more of a younger audience, but it, they all bring comedic elements and they all bring a certain level of adult humour to the film. And as a young adult myself, I really enjoy it and I really love the way that it just takes fun and pokes fun at modern life and, and that we all need to cut loose sometimes, which is always a nice thing to do. And I, I appreciate taking time out from working and obviously having the mundane life that I have sometimes uh, and going forward and making sure that I meet up with my girlfriend and relax and have fun and just enjoy myself which is what your youth is all about it's about making sure that you have fun and maintaining some level of enjoyment throughout the entirety of your life uh, and making sure that you take the time to appreciate your loved ones as well as your family your girlfriend your wife your kids and enjoy every moment as if it is your last moment I'm not going to talk too much more about the narrative of this film because, as I said, I don't really want to spoil the comedic elements within this film. So yeah, um, I'd just like to comment on the fact that you can watch this film on Amazon Prime. It is uh, going to be a rental though, rather than paying. But you can also watch it on Netflix uh, for free. I had looked today and so it was still on there. So yeah, take the time to watch it on Netflix if you have it. And just like I say every week, please take the time. I, I love these films that I recommend to you every week. And if you really do enjoy it, then please let me know because I'd love to hear your thoughts on The Change Up or uh, Just Friends because these films are really close to my heart and I love them to pieces. So yeah, I'd love to hear what your thoughts on these films are because I would love to hear what you, you think of them. As we all know, I like to talk to you about the ratings that these films get and also the awards. I'm afraid this film didn't win any or get nominated for any awards, so I can't really comment on that. But I'd like to talk about the rating. And the fact that this film only got a 25% on Rotten Tomato, which actually really shocks me. Because Rotten Tomato is a critically-led uh, group or service online where critics can post the reviews and say what they think about this film. And for me to be able to say it got a 25% is... is a little bit shocking to me because I think that the acting as well as the story is actually really good and I think it boils down to the element that it is a comedy and it's tailored towards a dirty humour audience uh, with an R rating rather than being led as a critical and commercial success and when looking at the user submitted reviews on IMDB which is a normal person who reviews the film for it to be able to get a 6.2 is more the ballpark which I thought this film would get uh, obviously a 60% of Rotten Tomato was what I was hoping it would get so from reading reviews from people they're saying it's, the acting is really good and I really appreciate the amount of work that Jason Bateman and Ryan Reynolds put into this film but it really falls flat with some of the generic and very easy narrative points that are shown through throughout this film and I, I'm inclined to agree with that I love the fact that it's it's a little bit stereotypical and a little bit easy to follow but I like that and I like the way that the characters add new elements to the film whether that be through their personality through their life through their jobs through um, simple stuff like being a male actor to being able to sleep with women and obviously those other comedic elements that show progressional points within the story and I like that I like the way that it's presented to an audience and also like the way that it's also narratively driven as well as being story driven as well. I would just like to give this film a final review. Um, I have fallen a little short with the time, so I'd just like to give you a little bit of a full rundown from my opinion for this film. So let's start with the film and the acting. The film itself is an incredible, heartwarming and also very enjoyable film to watch. I really love the way that the characters 
are presented and I really like the way that Ryan Reynolds and also Jason Bateman bring a lot of character and a lot of um, their sort of characters into the roles because I think that these characters and these actors are really well established and really well executed by these two actors. I also really enjoy the way that the narrative of the love story between Olivia Wilde and also Ryan Reynolds' character is constructed so that Olivia Wilde is, is the rich person and obviously the working class woman who earns a lot of money but she ultimately falls in love with uh, Ryan Reynolds' character because he's attractive, he's charming, he's sweet and he's a very much different character to what she's used to with all of the men sh that she works with at work and I like the relationship and the way that it's founded and obviously built over time between Olivia Wilde and Ryan Reynolds' character. Uh, and I really also appreciate the heartwarming feel that Jason Bateman's character and also uh, Louise Mann also have, which is a very ho homely and very nice dynamic between the two of them. You could quite easily see that the both of them could be a great relationship from a character standpoint. And the fact that Jason Bateman's character is such a good dad to his kids, he looks after his uh, daughter who's been uh, going through stuff at school, as well as also working towards um, helping the, the young baby who's obviously having problems with uh, nappies and obviously waking up early and being that father figure and being a loving father that most films tend to shy away from which is obviously a male doing a quintessentially female uh, task which is obviously looking after the children making sure they're picked up from school looked after, go to the recitals, uh, changed, fed, watered, those sorts of things and like those elements and the fact that it's presenting a new challenge and new uh, dynamic to an audience which is very much a stereotypical male does this, male is the breadwinner, male is the core narrative leader within the film and making sure that what he's actually doing is very gender neutral which is obviously looking after his kids, uh, looking after his newborn baby, waking up early for her and I like the fact that it's presented to an audience from that standpoint. And finally, I'd also like to talk to you briefly about the way that it's shot. I like the colour palette use and the use of different colours to resent different atmospheres. From the characters like Jason Bateman wearing a lot of blues and yellows to Ryan Reynolds who's wearing a lot of reds and blacks, which is, uh, if you look into colour theory, very much a uh, sexual thing and also very dominant and very aggressive look by using reds and blacks, whereas the blue and yellow is more of a subtle, calming, smooth, comfy lifestyle. And the use of colour palette within this film it is great from the way that Ryan Reynolds drives a red car to the set that he's shooting on through to Jason Bateman wearing blue shirts to interview no to jobs and obviously to work and I like that I like the use of color play and the use of color dynamics within the narrative of this film anyway that's about all the time I have for today's podcast I really appreciate you taking the time to listen to me ramble about these two films as I said, I really appreciate uh, you taking the time to listen. If you want to leave a comment, and please do, uh, I'm always in the comment section. Just leave a message and I'd love to hear your thoughts. Anyway, you've been listening to Films of the Week on Affinity Cast on Spotify and YouTube. I uh, really appreciate you taking the time to listen, and I shall see you next week, hopefully. <laughs>